When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. The annual Rose of Tralee Festival is now less than a month away, running from the 19th of August through to the 23rd, when this year's new Rose will be officially crowned. One of the Roses taking part this year is Maud Brennan. Maud is from Glantan and she is the Sydney Rose for 2022. And I'm delighted to say she joins me live in the studio. Good morning to you, Maud. And you're, you're, you're very welcome. And Thank it's, you. It's fantastic. Thank you for having me. Well, it's great to have you in the studio because as I was telling Maud there while we were waiting for the ad break to end, we were talking about you and wish you the best of luck because you have a lot of people listen, <laughs> listening to C103 who knew that Maud Brennan uh, was was going into the competition. Okay, when, so when did you get home? How long are you home? I arrived back on Tuesday morning okay, into so, Dublin. So are yeah. you overall of the jet lag now? I'm you? still a bit tired. Yeah. Last My sister very kindly took me to see Riverdance on Tuesday night when I landed back into Dublin but I slept through most of it. Yeah, um, so. But yeah, no, I've, it's fine. It's another, good. Few day, another, another few another days. Another few days, I'll be fine. Now, take me back. How long have you been living in Australia. I have been in Australia since January 2020. Um, you're a nurse. I'm a nurse. Yeah, yeah, you're a yeah. nurse. So I moved uh, middle of January 2020, just before COVID. Got in. I was in the one of the last to get into the country before they shut the borders. And I originally was in Melbourne. Um, then I had to come home for a couple of months in 2020. And luckily got back again to Oz in January 2021. And that's when I went to Sydney and I've been there since. Was it always part of the plan when you were training to be a nurse? Pretty much. Pretty much. There's yeah. always such a talk of Australia when you're training as a nurse. Um, just saying about the opportunities, the lifestyle. Um, so yeah, it always was the plan. So I kind of worked in Ireland for two years. Got a bit of experience and then I headed out then. Is it very different working in, in a hospital in Australia to working in a hospital in Ireland? Yeah, very different. Very different. In what way? There is just, you have less patient ratio to start. You have maybe five or six patients. Um, you have, don't do 12 hour shifts. We rarely do one. It's a lot of eight hour shifts. Um, yeah, it's just like an ease, a bit easier that way, but then it's different as well. The Like on a ward in Ireland, it's very much teamwork based. We all help each other out. We're all struggling, but we'll help each other out. In Australia, there's not so much as that. They're very much, they're your patients. You, you do that. Them. So yeah. there's good and bads to it. Yeah, it, it, it always comes across to me whenever I speak to anyone, it's not as stressful. No, definitely not. No. Yeah. And I think as well, when you go over, you see what the Australian nurses are used to and they're like, this is, I'm so stressed. And you're like, no, no. <laughs> come, come work in Ireland, come if, work in Ireland, wanna, do a night yeah. shift in Ireland. Like, and yeah, the Australians love the Irish. They nurses. love them, yeah. love them. Yeah. They just think we're the best workers. Again, I think well, it's because we're used yeah. to, you know, working hard and training hard. Um, but yeah, they love to see us come in. So when you landed, no problem getting work. Yeah, when I when I first landed, I kind of was like, I want a break from nursing. Um, so I actually got a job working in a, a salad shop and like <laughs> you do. Dish, dishing out salads. I was yeah. having a great time. Then COVID hit, 
and everything shut down. So then I was like, okay, I better go be a nurse now. And I did a few hospital shifts, but I did most of my work was in the quarantine hotels. Okay. That's where they were recruiting loads. That's where all the work was. So yeah, I worked in like they had maybe five or six nurses to every hotel. And we were looking after all the passengers when they came in off the flights. So I did so a majority of the work there. And a lot of testing then to see who yeah, had. Yeah. And did many have COVID? Not many, um, yeah. to be fair. Like there was a couple, but no, it was pretty much COVID free for a long time. And then it took months and months for it to break into the community. You know, we didn't. But have, they had such strict oh, lockdowns. Yeah, yeah, very strict. Like it was just the, the lockdowns. We didn't have lockdown in Sydney until maybe 2021. My, it was my first one there. Uh, but Melbourne was very strict. Mm. I did a month of lockdown in Melbourne and like it was, you know, the, the guards were watching very, very strict. But it was because they, they closed the, they closed the borders. They shut the I borders. Mean, yeah. yeah, they shut the border. I was actually up in Queensland when they were shutting the international borders and I was living in Melbourne at the time and they were shutting state borders as well. And they were like, you have 12 hours to get back to Melbourne. So me and my friend had to like flee in the middle of the night, get a train to Brisbane fly back to Melbourne because it was a very and much it was a strict you'd be turned oh yeah. yeah you'd be turned away at the airport yeah yeah, yeah. And I remember hearing of people Australian people trying to get back home mm. and they had to book a slot in a quarantine hotel yeah. and you had to wait for one to become available yeah madness because even when I was going back to Oz in 2020 I had to apply for exemptions to get back into the country um, so I had to apply three times I got denied twice the third time I got back being a nurse they let me back in but then I had to go do my two weeks quarantine in the hotel by myself if I didn't go insane in those two weeks. Was that, that, that was tough. It was, was it? it was. But I think I kind of just kept a positive mind as well because I knew I was coming back to my life in Australia and, you know, it was, Australia was a much better COVID experience than Ireland was, you know, yeah, so I knew I was yeah. going back and I just kind of kept a positive mindset, but you very easily would. Crack. Crack. Yeah, I just, yeah. So what is life like in Australia for Maud Brennan? Life is good. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just very much work-life balance. A nice lifestyle like I live right on the beach basically um, I live in Coogee which is um, just on the east coast of Sydney so it's like I look out my sitting room window and I have a view of the ocean you know I do like the odd 12 hour shift sometimes but it's majority 8 hour shifts it's very much you leave work at work that's kind of the Australian vibe as well it's like you know we don't live to work work to live and then what what type of ward are you in so I was doing all, like I said all the quarantine work yeah. that all ended then last November so we were making our way back into doing more like clinical work. So what I love is palliative care. Ah. So I started doing palliative care a few months ago. Uh, so home care for palliative patients, which I absolutely love. That's tough. It it's it is. It's kind of tough, but it's rewarding style of nursing. You know, you can really see. You know, you're doing good. I yeah. think anyway, and it's lovely to help someone in their final days, weeks, months, whatever it is. You know, and is it, is it similar to the way our hospice works here? That it's it's the whole family is is looked after. Sometimes, like I've had a couple of cases now, and it's very much the family will leave you to it. They don't want okay. to be involved. You know, right. um, if if they did, they're welcome. But yeah. a lot of the time, it is like they're like, oh, you're they're the nurse, you do it. Okay. Other families that I've worked with, they've been so involved in it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just very much individual based. And was, is that an area of nursing that, again, you always wanted to go into? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I've always kind of had, I did oncology placement when I was training and I enjoyed it. And then I always kind of had a, a like for palliative care. But I lost my dad a few years ago. So I just seen the palliative nurses come in and they're amazing. They're amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God, the comfort they gave to my dad, to my family was just phenomenal. We had nurses from Marymount. We had a nurse from the Irish Cancer Society. And I was like, if I could do that for anybody, you know, so and that's what you're now doing. Yeah. So yeah, I started well and I done. love it. So I hope to go on and like further myself and I'd love to go back to college maybe or something. 
you know, like learn more about it because I just find it interesting. And, and are there those type of opportunities in Australia? There is. Yeah, yeah, there is definitely not so much maybe college wise because it's just so expensive to do academic training in Australia. But there definitely is you can work up, you know, they really encourage you to further yourself, um, which is good because it's I think that's kind of different to Ireland as well, you know. Ireland I feel like unless you push yourself on no one no one no is there one, pushing like you're on the ward, what about know? the cost of living and, and, I'm, and I'm sure you're hearing everybody here in Ireland complaining about the cost of living yeah. Australia is known as an expensive country to, to live and work in yeah yeah it, it definitely is more expensive in some areas I find but then again your wage matches it you know you're paid better as a nurse in Australia so like it is a bit more expensive but like I feel like shopping and all that stuff is pretty much when you convert it to euro it's not far, far different. Mm. A night out now definitely is more expensive in Australia. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 I've been on many a good night out. The, yeah. the, the cocktails can be, the can cocktails, be expensive. Yeah. Well, uh, my sister-in-law has just gone back. She's been home for three weeks. Uh, a head of lettuce is gone. She was talking. You can't, you can't get one. There's <laughs> yeah. no, they're not to be found. Yeah. We're in a major shortage of lettuce in Australia yeah. at the moment. <laughs> and that, that was to do with weather though, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, we've anything. had such yeah. bad weather the last few months. Like there was floods all over New South Wales, like towns washed out. Um, so we've Clim- we had climate change. Climate change. Yeah. With McDonald's in Australia putting cabbage on there. For, <laughs> yeah, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll leave that one. We won't be trying yeah. that one. Now, talk to me about the Rose Tralee. Firstly, uh, I mean, you, you grew up in Glantan. Yes. Were you one of those little girls that watched the Rose Tralee going, I want to do oh, that one day? absolutely. Berlin, yeah. Oh my God, I yeah. loved it growing up. And I was always like, I'll be the Cork Rose, you know. Yeah. I never thought I'd be in Tralee, but I was like, I'd love to do it. And then when we were growing up, we had a mobile home in Banna as well in, in Kerry. Yeah. Yeah. So we'd be in around Tralee every August and just seeing the buzz. And I trained in Tralee as well. So oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, wow. So, so I feel like I've always been around it. And I've yeah. always said I'd love to do it. I was always telling my friends about it. So then this year in Sydney, it came up that the Sydney Rose was going ahead again this year. And one of my friends just texted me and was like, you need to enter it because you're always talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> so just do it. See, so I entered just, just purely for, for the crack, the, for the crack. Yeah. and to meet people because a good lot of our friends had moved home at Christmas because they had been there for two years during COVID. They they all wanted to move home. So I was kind of like, I'll go meet a few new people. I'll go have a good time. And yeah, I had an absolute ball the few weeks. Now, what was, the, what was the selection process in Sydney like? So we had to go with an induction day. There was 14 of us who went for it. There was okay. 10 Irish and four Australians. Um, all their parents and grandparents were Irish. Okay. Um, so the first day we had just like a social night, uh, meeting people and the judges were there. We didn't know who they were, but they monitoring, were monitoring. Monitoring. Yeah. And then we had what they called a night at the dome. It was a mockery, basically the dome. We had to go up on stage, be interviewed. And then if you had, if you wanted to do a talent or whichever, you could do it then. And again, the judges were there keeping an eye on things. And then the last day was a one on one interview with the judges when we got to meet them. It's like a mini Rose Tralee. Yeah, yeah. Th- they were like, this is preparation now for Tralee. Yeah. They take it very seriously. Very seriously. Yeah. They love it. Yeah. They're amazing. Like, they, this, oh, my God. They want a winner. Like. They're, <laughs> they're back in our They're mode. waiting for their yeah. winner. There's never yeah. been a Sydney winner. So they're, so, and, they're and waiting. And did they do the announcement similar to what they do in Tralee? Yeah. So we had a, we'd a big ball. Yeah. Uh, we all got dressed up. Um, it, there was about 300 people there. Like the Irish community absolutely love it because it's just nice celebrating Ireland. Like, yeah, you know, it's, when a bit, it's a bit of home it's as well. Yeah, yeah, and when you're so far from home, you cling to anything that's home. So we did a great night. We had, we were all up on stage and they were like, and the winner of the Sydney Rose. And I was there. Like, I did not, never, ever, ever think they were going to say my name. And my friends told me when they were announcing, I was looking around being like, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? And then they said, Maud Brennan. And me, me. Yeah, my legs like went, my face dropped. 
I think when they pushed me up to the mic and I think I was like, what the heck? You know, like just brilliant. Yeah. And did you phone home straight away? Straight away. Did you? My friends FaceTime my mom. My, my mom was actually up the country. She was taking part in the All-Ireland Drama Festival. So she was up the country with that. And my friends rang my mom and mom was like, what's going on? I was like, I have a tiara on my head, mom. Like, I'm after winning. <laughs> oh, how special. Yeah. That really is. That, yeah. that really, really so is special. Lovely. And do you, do you hang out with a lot of Irish people? Are the Irish community <laughs> very, yeah. Yeah, you pretty very much. Tight. Yeah, very tight. Like, you kind of, I had this dream when I moved to Australia, you know, I'll make all these Aussie friends, I'll yeah. start surfing. But no, you just stick with the Irish. You go to the same places all the time. Um, we're, so we're just happy out together. Yeah, you it's know? a strong community yeah, as well. Yeah. What do you miss most about home? Oh, my family. Yeah. My mom. Yeah. Um, it kind of hits you. Like like when I was saying when I was flying home and I was in the plane four hours and I was still over Australia, I was like, it really hits you how far you are from home. Yeah. And especially the last year and a half, not being able to just come home when you want. Yeah. Um, it is. Are, are, it are is. no one able to get out to see you yeah, either? Yeah. You know what so, I mean? So, yeah. But I'm very excited now because when I go back in September, my mum's actually coming out with me for a holiday. Oh, yeah. is that her first time? Her first time. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, she, so. she will have a ball. Now, have yeah. you? will you do a party piece in Tralee? Hopefully, yeah. Well, yeah. So I sang in Sydney. I sang and I played the guitar. Um, ah. So hopefully I will sing and play piano maybe in Tralee. Oh, you're a talented thing <laughs> as well. We, did, we didn't know that. We didn't know. Now, of course, taking part, you've got this mad week down in, in mm. Tralee and all the different outfits and all of that. Yes. Have you managed to secure a sponsorship? Because I that's have. People have been so kind. Yeah. Like but even in Sydney, I won prize money. And there's a load of Sydney sponsors as well who've been like amazing. A lot of Irish businesses in Sydney have given me a sponsorship. Brilliant. And then a load of Mallow too. People have been just so, Isn't so that kind. Great? Yeah. yeah. I was in Carrigline yesterday with a milliner who was giving me all these lovely hats to wear. Okay. And I'm off to the Galway races next week for Ladies Day with the Roses. Okay. And she's giving me this beautiful headpiece as well. So, yeah, people are just so, so kind. So have you your, and I'm assuming the organisers tell you how many outfits you need. Yeah, they? so they yeah. kind of give you a general layout of what's happening every day and how many outfits you need. So like every day you need a casual outfit for breakfast, then your daytime outfit. Oh, fuck. And then your nighttime outfit. So you should see my sitting room at home now at the moment. There's just dresses hanging <laughs> everywhere. Um, but yeah, no, it's very, ex- very exciting. That's brilliant. Yeah. It's brilliant. And the f- yeah. well, y- your mom obviously is going to Tralee. Yes, my mom, my two sisters, and my brother. She's going to be in the mobile and banner. <laughs> no, they're going down now for the five nights. My media family, they'll be there for all of it, and then like all my cousins, friends, they're all coming down then for the two nights of the dome. So they'll be below cheering me on with the posters. Okay, you know, you obviously know who Auntie Mags is, do you? Auntie, oh, <laughs> you're, you're, she signs it. Your biggest menopausal fan. <laughs> I, I won't get into that, Mags. It says, go on, Maud. Absolutely so proud of you. Thrilled for Juliet, the mighty mother. Yeah. That's, that. Well, listen, we're, 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 we're thrilled for you. I mean, thank you. Uh, it's, and it's just, it's a wonderful opportunity as well. Yeah. And, and you look um, like somebody that's really going to enjoy it. You're going to shine on stage and that's that's what it's all about. You. And listen, we really do thank you for taking time out to join us. In thank studio. you for having me in. That's Maud so Brennan, the Sydney Rose. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.